Hey you, yes you, thanks for tuning in to the Healthy, Wild, and Free podcast. My name is David Benjamin. I'm your host and the founder of HealthyWildAndFree.com. If you're like me, you understand that health, the mind, body, spirit, heart connection, and living a green, eco-friendly, sustainable lifestyle are some of the most valuable and life-enhancing lessons that we can learn and pass on to our children to live happy and abundant lives. That's why this podcast was created, to help you grow in these areas. If you aren't already subscribed to the newsletter, go to HealthyWildAndFree.com, click the box at the top right-hand corner to get a free copy of our latest ebook, and you will be subscribed to be notified about future podcasts. Thanks for subscribing and tuning in. Enjoy. Hello, podcast listeners. This is David Benjamin, your host of the Healthy, Wild, and Free podcast. Today, we're going to be talking with Anka Yordakianu. I believe I said that correctly, but if I didn't, she'll let me know. I hope so, at least. And today, we're going to be talking about wheatgrass and sprouts and the healing power of them and how you can kind of incorporate and integrate them into your life for more uh, health, wellness, vitality, and all those types of things. So, Anka, together with her husband, Gabriel, started their business unintentionally after Anka returned from a three-week stay at the Hippocrates Health Institute in January of 2011. I went there to help heal myself of cancer and came back feeling like a new woman, says Anka. Everyone noticed a huge difference in me, and I felt I just had to educate the public about this lifestyle. To support her health at home, her husband, Gabriel, began growing wheatgrass and sprouts for her to juice since they were unable to find reliable sources locally. He also adopted some of Anka's new eating habits, and after only three weeks of drinking wheatgrass juice, he no longer needed medication for his diabetes. This spawned my passion for these foods, so I quit my full-time job as an engineer in the automotive industry to run the greenhouse and manage my own business, says Gabriel. Anka teaches one-hour introductory juicing classes throughout the metro Detroit area, including at their greenhouse. During her presentation, she shares her personal story of her cancer, explains the powerful benefits of wheatgrass, sprouts, and green juices, talks about the various juicers and demonstrates how to juice for maximum nutrition. You can visit her her wheatgrass and sprouts website at wheatgrassandsprouts.com. And I'm going to put her through on the call right now. Anka, are you there? Yes. Hi, David. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm fine, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I just wanted to say one more thing I forgot to say. Uh, for those of you that live in Michigan or the metro Detroit area, she will be, Anka will be at the Awake and Empowered Expo on October 11th, 12th, and 13th. So you can learn more about that at awakeandempoweredexpo.com or, or Awake and Empowered, just you can Google that. Um, thank you so much for being here, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, I wanted to start the interview by asking you, like I ask all of my guests, how how did you initially or originally get into kind of health and wellness? How did that passion, what sparked that passion? Well, in my case, it started four years ago when I was diagnosed with cancer, and um, that changed my life. And uh, I started to uh, research all the alternative ways uh, to detoxify my body after the conventional treatments that I had and to strengthen my immune system. And through my research, I found a place in Florida called Hippocrates Health Institute where I uh, I was there for three weeks. 
And um, after just three weeks, I could see a very big transformation in my health. I was um, a lot more energetic. I was detoxified. I uh, had um, uh, all good results on my blood. And um, I knew that this is the lifestyle I should have had all my life, but I had to learn it the hard way. So that was the moment for me four years ago. Mm-hmm. Actually, my mom is a, a cancer survivor as well. And uh, for her, looking back, it was kind of a blessing because it allowed her to make changes in her life, which actually now she works in the health field as well. So you you, you have that similarity with her. Um, looking back on the cancer, for you, do you kind of see it as a blessing now because of what you learned through that process, through that healing process? Absolutely. I think uh, for, and I talk to so many cancer patients and, uh, you know, people coming to us and I don't see anybody you know, not learning something from this cancer. And I think we all feel cancer is like uh, a tap on our shoulder, you know, God's telling us that we need to change the way. And um, we really wake up and uh, we we learn that we have to make changes in all, uh, you know, all uh, aspects, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Was, uh, I mean, I'm still transforming, I mean, every day. I think mm-hmm. I I learn I learn new things and uh, absolutely it's a, it's a challenge you know from from God I think cancer we all learn something and we become I hope better. <laughs> hmm. I agree. Yeah. Uh, it, with within your life, um, obviously, uh, you know the Hippocrates Health Institute was was ben- beneficial, and then wheatgrass and sprouts were beneficial. Um, but you mentioned, you know, uh, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. What were some of the changes that you made in your life that were kind of that wake-up call that helped inspire those changes in your life beyond wheatgrass and sprouts? Well, yeah, except the food. Uh, um, I was not workaholic before, and I thought that, uh, you know, I have to work hard and hard to prove myself. You know, that's the way I'm going to, you know, help my my family and uh, what I've learned first is that, yes, I can take uh, time off for being sick and the company is still there. And um, I uh, I learned to, you know, to put more time for my family, for myself. I learned that um, I have to love more people and to tell them more that I love. So a lot of... Um, very good, uh, you know, good rela- we, we strengthen the relationships that, you know, I strengthen the uh, relationships that I have and with my friends and my family. And um, the biggest change, you know, I got very close to God. I mean, I realized that I cannot do it alone and I need help. And I raised my eyes and to the sky and I started to pray. And a lot of, you know, a lot of help started to come. That was a you know, the right book, the right person, you know, even the idea to go to Hippocrates, you know, it came like from nowhere. I cannot even explain how that came. And um, my connection with God and my connection with, you know, people, I mean, it's so much different than used to be. And I'm a, I'm a calmer person, and I think I uh, I try to understand more what mm-hmm. the purpose of <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's kind of a... 
not only a wake-up call, but a reminder to, to do things that you know to do, but you, you kind of forget along the way when work and, and life gets involved. I was focusing on the wrong things. I was not doing wrong things, but I think I was just thinking that um, other things are more important. So that mm-hmm. was a shift in, in my thinking. Mm-hmm. And in priorities. Um, it's, okay, so uh, wheatgrass and sprouts. I'm really excited to, to talk to you about wheatgrass and sprouts because um, I actually spent some time at a place called the Creative Health Institute uh, in Michigan, which is they, they really do a lot of uh, wheatgrass and sprouts. It's kind of like the Hippocrates Health Institute, um, and they do a lot with wheatgrass and sprouts. And I don't know if you know who uh, Ann Wigmore is by any chance. Of course, everybody who goes to Hippocrates okay. learns about Anne Moore, which was the founder of um, Hippocrates Health Institute like 60 years ago. Um, she was a woman who healed herself through, you know, uh, juicing of wheatgrass, sprouts, and eating raw foods. And after she healed herself, she uh, discovered, you know, why they're so healthy. She learned this from her grandma in Lithuania um, that the wheatgrass and the sprouts are very powerful but she had no idea. She just started to take them and um, she healed herself of cancer. And after that she discovered, you know, why wheatgrass is so powerful, why sprouts, you know, they're so healing. And uh, that's what they they teach us at Hippocrates. That what they teach at Creative Health Institute is also founded by her. Huh? I didn't, I didn't even realize she founded the Hippocrates. That's funny. Yes, she founded Creative and Hippocrates and few other you know institutes. So difference in between mm-hmm. Creative and Hippocrates is that um, the today's directors of the institute, uh, Brian Clement and Anna Maria Clement, they. Um, researched, you know, with Anne Wigmore for uh, for 10 years or so, and um, after that, that institute burned in fire and Anne Wigmore died. Uh, the institute was in Boston, and they moved it to Florida, and they just, you know, make it bigger. Huh. So, interesting. The so, same platform. Okay, interesting. I didn't know that. Um, so with, as far as, uh, so do they actively kind of, they use wheatgrass and sprouts very actively at, at Hippocrates then? Yes, that's the main juice that we drink there. So the first thing in the morning and in the afternoon, everybody drinks wheatgrass. It's part of the protocol. And uh, through the day, um, several times in a day, we drink green juices from sprouts and cucumber. And um, these are the main juices of the of the protocol, and the rest is uh, raw foods that we eat. A lot of sprouted beans and seeds, and a lot of raw foods. Mm-hmm. Uh, for someone that's kind of new to health and wellness, uh, what exactly is wheatgrass? For someone who has no clue what it is, wheatgrass is actually a sprout that grows from a germinated wheat seed. So they're wheat berries that we germinate first, and then we plant them in soil, and they start growing, and they grow green grass. And when they reach a certain stage, a splitting stage, we call it, around 14 days, um, we harvest it, and um, that's the wheatgrass that we juice. 
it's it's in a sprouted form. It still has a lot of life force because that's the most um, unknown thing about sprouts. Why they're so healing? It's because they have life force. If they will um, see Kirlian photographies of these sprouts, they have a very very big aura, and um, we put this life force into our bodies when we are sick. And that energy is also helping us heal. Mm-hmm. So wheatgrass is basically wheat before it turns into wheat, basically. Right. It's a very young, yes, it's in the first 14 days. And and it's, 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 does wheat, I don't know, if, I think wheat has gluten, doesn't it, but wheatgrass doesn't? Wheat, wheat has gluten, but in the moment that germinates, the gluten disappears because through germination, the seeds change molecular structure. So it's gluten-free, wheat grass is gluten-free, and everybody can have it. Even people with celiac disease or gluten tolerance, they can have wheat grass juice. Okay, awesome. So for everyone listening that has gluten intolerance or anything like that, wheat grass, even though it's before wheat, it's still gluten-free, so you can still benefit from from the from the health benefits of it. Um, so so is, okay. So wheatgrass is is a, is a grass, a sprouted grass. What what is wheatgrass? What are kind of the health benefits of wheatgrass? What would that? What does it contain nutritionally? What does it do in the body? And how does it benefit us when we consume it? Yeah, uh, what people need to to know that the cause of disease today is because we are too toxic. It's, um, toxicity. Secondly, is deficiency, and thirdly, is uh, the acidity of our body. And uh, wheatgrass has the the power to touch and to solve all these problems that we have. Uh, Number one is the strongest detoxifier on earth. It goes to the liver in seven minutes and starts to throw away the um, toxins that we keep in our liver for many years. And uh, while we detoxify our body, the immune system becomes stronger to be able to fight the disease and not always, you know, chasing the toxins that we have. Um, And the deficiency part, it solves a lot because uh, the biggest deficiency that we have is the enzymes deficiency. And, you know, the sprouts and the living foods are full of enzymes. And enzymes are the building blocks of the immune system. So we'll solve that problem then wheatgrass has all 103 vitamins and minerals that the body needs. And they are very deficient because we are cooking food or we're eating food that is not grown in, you know, soil that's rich anymore. And uh, it solves the deficiency of vitamins and minerals. The next one is solves the deficiency of oxygen um, because we are living inside and we are not exercising, we're not breathing properly, the Oxygen in the air is 30% less than used to be, you know, 50 years ago. So there is no oxygen even if we spend time outside due to pollution. And uh, oxygen in our body is is um, uh, grabbed by the um, um, red blood cells. And the correlation between the red blood cells and the chlorophyll is that they have the same molecular structure, and the body perceives chlorophyll as the red blood cell. So now when we drink wheatgrass, that's 70% chlorophyll, we will increase the level of red blood cells, so we are going to have more receptors for oxygen. So it's the easiest way to oxygenate our blood, 
and was a Nobel Prize taken by Dr. Otto Warburg in 1931, proving that no disease can grow in oxygenated blood. So we need to keep our blood oxygenated, and that's why the green drinks and the green juices are more and more popular, and people see the effect right away. And uh, we have one more um, uh, issue, you know, regarding, uh, you know, healing is the acidity in our body. We are very, very acidic because um, we eat foods that are acidifying to our body and standard American diet is mainly, you know, acidifying. And that's why people are very acidic and all diseases grow in acidic environment. Well, when you drink this wheatgrass and the green juices from sprouts, they're very alkalizing. So you see, with just these juices, you know, you are detoxifying, you are oxygenating your blood, you are putting enzymes and all vitamins and minerals and you're alkalizing the body. And this is how we, you know, supposed to be. That's the terrain of being healthy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So the you said 103, was it, vitamins and minerals? Yeah, they're all 103 vitamins and minerals that we need. And we are very deficient, but wheatgrass has them all. So with a shot of wheatgrass, with a shot of wheatgrass, we are taking our multivitamin shot. And everything that comes from nature is 100% absorbable by the body. So if you drink a shot of wheatgrass on an empty stomach in the morning, in 10 minutes, all these nutrients will be into the cells, and we are nourishing the cells. And this is what the health is. We are healthy depending on how healthy we are at the cellular level. We are healthy that we are getting sick when the cells that don't have nutrition and they're intoxicated and they're floating in an acidic, you know, bath. Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't realize there was 103 vitamins and minerals. That's quite a few. I mean, everything we need, that's that's very, very uh, beneficial. Um, so yeah. just to kind of recap on that, it's detoxifying the liver, which the liver holds and, and stores toxins, correct? The liver is a filter. So everything okay. that we eat, everything that we eat will go through the liver and will be there, there will be the sorting. This is good and this is this is good, can go, this is bad, we keep and I'll take care of this to eliminate it later. But because we continuously put toxins into our body, you know, that the liver is, you know, cannot do the elimination. And we really need to go these days to very good cleansings, you know. It's not like uh, we live in such a toxic world that we need to do a little bit more than to let the body, you know, do, uh, you know, whatever, uh, whatever we think that, oh, you know, before people are not drinking wheatgrass, well, before people are not living in such a polluted environment and putting all these toxic creams and water and, you know, everything, everything, you know, uh, clothes are synthetic and uh, uh, the food, the processed food, the non-organic food, so much toxicity that we don't even talk about, you know, the medication. Uh, If you take antibiotics, it takes 10 years, 20 years almost to eliminate this, 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 um, medication, there's drugs out of your system. So you need, we need to have a little bit more 
uh, you know, uh, stronger cleansers that are going to help us push these toxins out of our body. Hmm. So basically, wheatgrass is kind of, like you said, sort of a filter. So when you when you drink wheatgrass, what you're doing is kind of cleaning that filter to allow your liver and your body to properly detoxify and release those toxins so that you, you have a cleaner environment and, a, and a, an, avir- an environment that works better on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely. When the when the filter is clean, then dirty blood comes in, clean blood comes out, and from this new blood, we are going to create new new cells, are creating new organs, new muscles, new bones, new skin. You know, we are regenerating every you know every you know so many months, um, and we are rebuilding ourselves. So we need to rebuild ourselves strong and clean. You know. Uh, that's the reason why we need to keep the liver, you know, detoxified. Mhm. Wow. So, uh, just kind of out of curiosity, how often do you uh, drink wheatgrass? Uh, at Hippocrates, they're uh, giving because you know most of the people going there, they're sick. They're giving us two times a day, two ounces, two times a day. So, a total of four ounces in a day. Um, mhm. But uh, you know, I you know we we tell people that two ounces. If they start with two ounces a day first thing in the morning, that's we we've seen very good results. They need to follow with the green juice from sprouts. After that, okay. you know, to keep the body alkaline in the morning and to put more vitamins and minerals. And the sprouts have a very high amount of protein. They have the same amount of protein as uh, beef, you know, and that's why, you know, we encourage people to get the green juice from sprouts as well in the morning. Okay. You've you've mentioned the morning a few times. Is is there a reason why the morning is kind of so important to to, uh, consume uh, sprouts and, and wheatgrass juice? The morning, the stomach is empty, so you don't have much digestion going on. So everything that you will drink as a liquid, it will not start the digestion yet. So, and you, when you don't have a lot going on in the digestive tract, that the cells are ready to absorb everything, you know, and the liquid, the juice is not going to mix with other fiber or anything and will absorb right away. So if you drink these juices on an empty stomach, in 10 minutes, they will already be in the cells. And mm-hmm. that's our goal. Our goal is to nourish to the cellular level, you know, very... Um, very, very well first thing in the mm-hmm. morning. So we have our body ready in a way to fight for that day. Whatever comes over me today, I'm going to fight it. You know, I'm clean. I have, you know, I'm nourished. I'm alkaline. So that's the terrain that disease doesn't like. That's a very unfriendly terrain for disease. And that's what you create in the morning. Okay, so mm-hmm. when you go out and you, you know, you eat, although we teach you how to eat well, but, you know, we're humans and, you know, we don't always, you know, find places or have opportunities to eat, you know, the healthiest way. But at least your body is prepared for the terrain that you created in the morning. And you mm-hmm. get out of the door and the pollution and, you know, whatever it is, or you even... 
even emotions, you know, emotions are making us very acidic. So that's why stress is creating disease. It's also a contributor to disease. And that's why we need to learn. And at Hippocrates, they teach us very well how to manage stress. And we need to learn to, you know, let go and, you know, think it's that so important. But anyway, whatever happens during the day, you feel kind of prepared. You have a good terrain that you create in the morning. That's why juices need to be, you know, they're recommended. They don't need to be. I mean, everybody chooses and that's the best. And whatever mm-hmm. you add into your, you know, today's diet, you know, it's a plus. But they're recommended to be to be taken in the morning. Mm-hmm. I know in, in my life personally, when I start the day off with a positive health choice, whether it be a green juice or a smoothie or, you know, just a healthy breakfast and, and drinking water, um, I know for me personally, and I know a lot of other people, that kind of leads to healthier choices throughout the day because you've started on that positive note. So it's easier to kind of continue doing that. Whereas if you start the day off kind of with a, a quick breakfast that isn't as healthy and as nutritious, it can lead to kind of justifying later in the day, well, you know, I didn't have a great breakfast, so, you know, I'll make sure to eat healthy tomorrow. I've kind of not, I've kind of already ruined today. So it's kind of a, it's kind of, for me at least, a mindset that helps me kind of sustain the rest of my day and, and continue to eat and uh, and drink healthy throughout the day. Um, you talked a bit, you, you mentioned, uh, I wanted to touch on this a little bit more, um, emotions and stress and how, how it can actually cause acidity in the body. How how does that how does that work exactly and 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 how would yes. you kind of recommend yes when yes when 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 we stress when we stress first of all we we are uh, only only three days of stress um uh they're going to deplete our body of almost all the minerals and the minerals are the ones they're making they're keeping our alkal alkalinity alkaline um base in our body. So you eliminate these minerals, you become acidic, and acidity is the best terrain for the disease to grow. You know, just take cancer, for example, but all diseases have the same mechanism. If you take cancer, for example, it will only be able to grow and survive in acidic environment. So you don't want to create that terrain, absolutely not. You need to avoid it. And we, we really teach people how to check their pH. And I'm taking, I'm checking my pH. And I my diet is, I would say, 99% alkaline. I mean, I know and I'm very conscient and I eat all alkaline foods. However, if I have a you know, hard day at work, uh, I have a teenage son, so, you know, there's different things you know, reasons to to be stressed out a little bit more, I can see it on my pH. So that's why, in, you know, immediately, you know, um, you need to start drinking more juice or, you know, ways to alkalize your body. But first of all, you, need, you know, you need to manage your stress. And for me, the easiest way is, you know, go back to prayer. And, you know, God help me, you know, I cannot do it alone, I need help, and I calm down and everything is peace again. So, that I hope people will learn that it's so, you know, it's not just food, and it's more than that. Mm-hmm. That's a great piece of advice that, uh, to to learn to kind of manage the stress within the stress, and 
the wheatgrass and the, and the sprouts are great because they remineralize your body, but to also understand that, um, you know, to, to not let stress affect you as much in life because I think sometimes it's easy to get caught up in stress and just continue kind of in that path of, oh, you know, stress and just kind of embrace it sort of. So learning to kind of let go of that and, and be more at peace with your life um, and, and in the stressful situations. Um, yeah. So wheatgrass is amazing. I'm I I love the taste of it. Some people kind of when they try it for the first time kind of go, what's that? Um, but what, actually, one of my friends, I want to ask you this real quick. One of my friends, he messaged me on Facebook and he said, uh, you know, hey, I drink wheatgrass for the first time and I I don't feel that great. And um, I think I'm pretty sure it's kind of a detoxification symptom. Uh, is there kind of a recommended amount that you would recommend to someone to get started that they wouldn't really uh, feel too many detoxification symptoms, but they'd still get the benefits from it, and then they could kind of work their way up? Um, as Hippocrates, they didn't take us easy. You know, people go to sick <laughs> and read. Everybody goes on four rounds, and, you know, even if you feel sick, that's for your good. So I don't know. I still tell them people to take two ounces. If they want to start okay. with wine, they know they had, you know, a very bad diet. They should take one. But the thing is, you know, start with two ounces and just to see how bad you feel, to realize how intoxicated you are because there is no side effect to the wheatgrass. And that's what people need to understand. Wheatgrass is nature and we are in perfect synergy with nature and you'll never get sick from something natural. It's just our body detoxifying. And if you if you realize that, you know, you get sick from this is because you have so many toxins starting to, you know, get out of your body. It's a wake-up call for you that you need to change your diet because you can drink one ounce of wheatgrass every day just to not feel so bad, but if you continue to eat hamburgers and pizzas and, you know, this, you know, this things, is, you know, you, you, you cannot accomplish much. So... I just tell them people take two ounces, you know, you know, it's it's already half from what they give us at Hippocrates, so take two ounces and even if you have some symptoms and you know, they're not gonna be for a long time. That you know, maybe one day, two days. And uh they may be headache or if they don't if they feel like nausea, I mean they can put some um water, lemon and ginger. Lemon and ginger is a very good combination to you know, to have with wheatgrass and not feel, you know, that aftertaste or, you know, the smell. Okay. Can you pass that, that, that week of detoxification? Because almost everybody after one week is okay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, that's good. I mean, if they detoxify, I mean, even if they feel a little bit, you know, um, bad, this means that working. All right. It, just, I'm kind of curious now, uh, when it comes to uh, allergies, specifically wheat allergies, would that be something that would kind of, uh, in relation to wheatgrass, be an issue? You know, I asked this question, uh, Brian Clement is the director of the institute, and uh, when we started to grow wheatgrass and people came to us and they said, I was afraid, you know, because we're starting now to sell this and I didn't want to, you know, to create any problems. And he said that from people that they come came to Hippocrates, which are hundreds of thousands of people, 
He said they never had anybody. You know, it, like, again, it's something natural. There are very, very, very few people. They say that they're, um, they're allergic to the smell. But mm-hmm. wheat, again, there is no wheat in the wheatgrass juice. There is no wheat in the wheatgrass juice. There is no gluten mm-hmm. in the wheatgrass juice. So uh, it is uh, specifically for the wheat allergies that no problem at all. You might talk about people that may be allergic to the grass smell, but there are very few, and um, I didn't have any any of the customers yet complaining. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think when people get started on new health things like wheatgrass or bitter herbs, it's like, you know, <laughs> they a lot of them don't smell that great, but if you get started and start using them, you get used to it, and it's not a big deal anymore. Because um, your body gets used to it, and your your body starts to accept it and use it. Um, so when it comes to uh, so we covered wheatgrass. I'm really I, I think it's great. A lot of people can start integrating wheatgrass into their life. Uh, when it comes to uh, growing and juicing wheatgrass, what what kind of advice would you have for that? Is it easy to grow, and what do you kind of need to get started growing? Uh, we are teaching. We are, you know besides the juicing classes, uh, I we also teach. Um, um, sprouting classes and growing wheatgrass and uh, uh, people start growing because it looks very very easy in the beginning but then um, they give up down the road because it's uh, you know it involves a lot of work when you grow more and um, mm-hmm. but uh, you know the process is very easy I mean you, you take the wheat seeds and then you soak them in water, and after that you rinse them, and they start germinating. And once they have that little white tail, you plant them on the soil, and then you water them every day, and the grass just starts growing. And, uh, you know, in like 14 days, you have nice wheatgrass ready to harvest. The thing is that you have to have um, uh, this wheatgrass grown in stages. You know, because when you harvest the first tray, you know, and you 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 bag it or you have it for a few days, but then you you have to have another one growing and another one growing because it takes two weeks, you know, to to grow. So staging mm-hmm. it is a problem, I would say for some people. You need the rack and you need to rotate the the trays in the rack, and. Um, also, it's uh, it's sensitive to the temperature and, and humidity. And uh, people that start growing it on a kitchen counter where you have a big fluctuation of, you know, temperature and humidity from whatever you're cooking or how the temperature is in the house, then they might uh, start seeing mold. And when they start seeing mold, they come to us and they say, what can I do? And they say, well, you need to control your temperature and humidity. They have to be very consistent, and um, that's very important. They say, I don't know how to do it. I mean, you know, and then they they say, you know, if I cannot do it, then I'll come buy from you. <laughs> but they uh, to, to start growing, it's easy. It's like a school project for kids, and a lot of parents are starting this, you know, just to show the kids that, yeah, you can grow something that you can juice and actually can be so healthy. And um, the mold thing is scaring a lot of people. 
and um, it's not not much we can do. I mean, the source of the seed is very important, but we have a very good source of seeds. They don't have mold, and they, the reason of the mold will never be from the seeds because we don't have any mold in our greenhouse. So, but um, you know, we encourage everybody to start to grow because you. Um, you have a different connection with the food that you grow and um, at least to see what the process is and, you know, how nice it's growing and something that you plant can, you know, can become a food. And um, we are teaching, you know, for people from in Michigan, we, we teach, and actually this Saturday, which is tomorrow, I have the, the juicing and sprouting class. And... Uh, we show them exactly how to grow with trays and everything. Very cool. When it comes to uh, location in your in your home, where where is kind of the best location for the wheatgrass? Where do people typically grow it? Um, you know, for the light, the best is to have natural light, but not direct light. So somewhere in the kitchen. You know, if you can again, if you can control uh, temperature and humidity, that would be good. But uh, usually it's the hardest for that, and that's why most of the people grow it in the basement. And that's how we started to grow in the basement uh, when we started to grow for for us. And uh, there's um, full spectrum lights, and they can use full spectrum lights. And in the basement, it's easier, you know, for the temperature and humidity. Mm-hmm. And, that's and it can that's, and it can grow in a cool environment like like a basement in Michigan. Yes, yes. Huh, okay, nice. very cool. I didn't know that. Um, so, okay, so wheatgrass, that's, thank you for all that information. That's great advice. Um, and I and I would really encourage everyone listening to definitely uh, uh, learn more about this and, and start to learn about growing. Um, I wanted to talk about sprouts a little bit. Uh, so sprouts are a little bit different than wheatgrass. Nutritionally, the nutritional profile, the benefits, and uh, they can be used kind of more like, for, for example, within salads or different types of food dishes, whereas wheatgrass is uh, typically juiced, um, you know, for liquid. Um, so when it comes to sprouts, what what are some of your kind of favorite sprouts as far as nutritional density is concerned? Because I know there's all different types of sprouts out there that you can get. Yes, we grow pea sprouts and sunflower sprouts. Um, and uh, nutrition-wise, they're the same as wheatgrass. They have all vitamins and minerals, you know, in slightly different ratios, but uh, they have the whole, you know, spectrum of vitamins and minerals. And as I said earlier, um, they're very high in protein, vegetable protein, and that's, that's a good thing because the vegetable protein is very easy to absorb in the body and to assimilate in the body where the animal protein is harder to be absorbed. And um, with with the animal protein, you're also eating, you know, fat and cholesterol and, you know, high calories, which is not the case for the sprout. So um, that's why, you know, they have less fiber and uh, they can be used in salads. The reason why we don't use wheatgrass in the salad is because it's very high and fiber, and our body will put a lot of effort to digest that fiber. And when we want to get 
uh, healthy or in the process of healing, we don't want to consume too much energy. Okay, that's why people that are sick and going through a juicing therapy and juicing more than eating, they are better, you know, in the process of healing because they consume less energy for digestion, more energy for healing from the nutrition of the juice they put. But sprouts have all the vitamins and minerals. Of course, they're, they're high in chlorophyll, again, for oxygenating the blood. They have, for nutrition, they're 30 times more nutritious than green vegetables, like organic kale and spinach. It's 30 times, not percent. It, wow. It's something. So it's like when you drink a juice from sprouts, it's like you're drinking 30 juices from kale, which is already good. You know, it's already so good. So um, uh, 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 to go to the wheatgrass, the wheatgrass in two ounces, it has an equivalent nutrition value of five pounds of green vegetables. And two ounces, five pounds of green vegetables. I don't know who eats five pounds of green vegetables. We physically cannot because, you know, it gets to a point that our, you know, we cannot digest and we cannot eat more. And if we make a juice from sprouts, the one we have at Hippocrates and we also teach in class, half is from sprouts, half is from cucumber, that green juice has nutrition as one uh, 16 ounces of that juice, the green juice from sprouts and cucumber is equivalent nutrition of one week of standard American diet. I mm. mean, we're talking, we are talking here, you know, maximum strength, like they will call it, and you know, on drugs. It's maximum strength of nutrition, of nutrients, of oxygen and enzymes, and um, it's it's. it's it's what the body needs, and the body really, you know, craves. And when you start drinking gin juices, when uh, if one day you cannot have your juice, you feel it. You know, your body is screaming that I need, I need this good nutrition. So sprouts are very, very, very high in uh, nutrients, and that's why when you add them to your salad, they will, uh, they will be a very good addition to the salad if you cannot juice or you know, on top of the juices that you drink. So it kind of it kind of makes your salad a super salad, really. <laughs> it makes a super salad, and these are super foods. Yeah, you say you you named it right. Super foods are, you know, people don't know they they call super food everything, but the super food is whatever can maintain life on its own if that person will only have that item. There are a lot of people in the world surviving, living from eating germinated wheat berries and drinking wheatgrass juice. So wheatgrass is a superfood, the same with sprouts. You can eat sprouts and drink wheatgrass, eat wheatgrass and drink wheatgrass juice, and you can survive. You'll not be deficient of anything. They have everything the body needs. Hmm. Even uh, like vitamin D and and those kind of things that are kind of rare. Yes, they have vitamin D. They, you know, the sunflower is well. You know that that's what it's doing. And the 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 sunflower sprout 
is really grabbing the sun energy mm-hmm. and keep it there. And when you eat it, it, you know, it's like we stayed in the sun. You know, we we have that that energy from the sun, which we are missing. And that's another cause of disease today. We are not staying in the sun. We're supposed to be in the sun 15 minutes a day, at least with the sun on our skin without sunblock, on direct skin. And we don't do this. I mean, especially in Michigan, it's hot. You know, we have a few more good days and we'll be cold. And that's okay. The, the winter sun is, is good, but it's too cold for us, you know, to, to get in a T-shirt or just. I try to roll up my leaves, sleeves and stay a little bit like that. But, um, yeah, you'll get uh, the vitamin D from the sprout. You know, they're doing it for you. They're, they're, they're keeping mm. it there for you. Mm. I like that sunflower. It's grabbing it because it looks like a sun, too. So it's kind of it's good to have a, a picture of that to remember it, to to make sure to get your vitamin D in and know and know you know, the the tangible visual benefits like that and to kind of associate. That really helps me because uh, I'm kind of a visual learner. Um, so that's very interesting. You said the, that sunflower and you said, pea, I believe, pea sprouts and sunflower had the same amount of nutrients as the wheatgrass, correct? They're the, they're the same nutrients. They have all vitamins and minerals. They're in different ratios. I mean, the ratio okay. is not exactly the same for each of them, yeah. Okay, but it's got the same. Okay, that's interesting. And then, but they also have more protein. How, how much more? Does wheatgrass have protein or no? The wheatgrass has also protein, yes. All sprouts have, but the pea sprouts and the sunflower sprouts, they have the most. And that's okay. why, you know, they're using, they're using this. As the Hippocrates okay. uh, green juice, I would call it, yes. Okay. Is there a reason cucumber is mixed with the with the sprout juices? Is there a reason for, for that? Yes, um, cucumber is the one of the most alkaline vegetables. Cucumber and celery, okay. So they you'll you'll uh, find them in most of the green juice recipes. They uh, they put a lot of you know cucumber and celery. It's very alkaline. So the idea. It doesn't have a lot, you know, a lot of vitamins, or, but it's uh, it's water. Yeah? It's alkaline water, practically, mm-hmm. and that's what we need. We need hydration and we need, you know, alkalinity. So it's a great base to kind of help hydrate the body and then for the sprouts and, and wheatgrass to oxygenate the body. So you're doing both. Nourish, oxygenize, you know, alkalize the body and hydrate the body. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. Are there any sprouts beyond? I know, like, for example, if I go to the store, um, I see alfalfa sprouts, and um, sometimes I see, like, spicy sprouts, like a mixture of three different sprouts. Are there any other sprouts that you would recommend? And I know there's some, I believe, genetically modified sprouts now, too, unfortunately, but um, are there any sprouts you'd recommend that have great benefits that you kind of feel would be worth including? All sprouts have great benefits. So everything you like, you know, just put on your salad. And at Hippocrates, they say, if we can make our salads up to 50% from sprouts and the rest to be, you know, other, you know, green leaves and, you know, vegetables, that would be ideal. So any sprout, you know, people, you know, find and like, you know, just try to learn how to put them in your 
I don't know, in your rolls, in your sandwiches, in your on your salads, you know, just teach people people, teach kids, you know, to to love the sprouts. They're living, they're alive, they're called living foods for a reason. If you measure their aura up to seven days, you know, they have energy, they have life energy, they're alive, they're growing, they're still growing, you know, while they're still in your fridge. So we need this life force, we need this life energy. And um, because a lot of, you know, it's they're hard to find, and uh, we teach people how to sprout, you know, even if they're only germinated, I mean, once the seed germinate uh, will increase the nutritional value up to 1,500%. It's, it's a big number. So we increase that nutritional value of when, we, when we teach people how to germinate. The most nutritious beans and seeds are um, mung beans, adzuki beans, fenugreek, lentils, um, garbanzo beans, and we teach them in class how to how to germinate and how to sprout them and to also put them on your salads. And the more, you know, a live food that we'll eat, the more life we'll have. Because, you know, people, they're sick, they're like, you know, bodies are dying and they need to put more, you know, more life force. Every sprout, there is, I mean, the best and the most nutritious are Pea sprouts and sunflower sprouts, but every sprout is life force. Mm-hmm. So even with the beans, for example, like garbanzo and azuki, uh, you you can sprout those and actually consume the sprouts from those beans. That's what it. Yeah, that's what we recommend people to learn how to to germinate and then to eat them as snacks and to put them under salad. Almost no day, you know, shouldn't be one day without without sprouts because they're so easy to germinate. I mean, again, kids will do it for you. It's just put them in the jar, you know, rinse them three times a day, and after three days you have the little tail, and you just put them in the fridge and, you know, eat from the jar. And they're so inexpensive food, you know, it's a, it's a super rich food so inexpensive because from one pound, you know, you, you can go for, you know, a month or a few months from a pound of seed, which is like, what, $2, $3? And, you know, because, you know, to germinate, you need like from one one tablespoon, you know, in a jar you put and they, they you know, they're expanding and they're... It's so it's so much we can do, you know, if we are uh, if we are open to learn and to research a little bit on this. Um, nature is so it's so close to us. We just need to you know grab it. Mhm. So sprouts are really. I mean, that sounds really easy. I mean, wheatgrass takes a little bit of kind of uh, expertise, if you will. But with sprouts, you literally, like you just said, you put them in water and then let them soak for you said three days. No, you soak them for one night, and then okay. the next day, the next day you don't, you only rinse them. So that you know, you you rinse them three times a day, and um, then you'll start see them, you know, the little tail showing up after three days. And five days they have nice white, you know, and that that's already a germ, that's already a sprout. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, only this only germinate. From that point, if you want to grow them longer, they can become you know, long tails. You know, like from monk beans, you grow, you let them grow enough, you you will get this. Um, you know, the Chinese beans, monk beans, the proud beans, Chinese have you know and a lot of foods and a lot of uh, stores. The monk beans, the white monk beans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, from that, yeah, from that point that that they can grow them longer, they can plant them to get greens out of them if they want. So, um, so you can grow. Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, they they just need to go to start, you know, to learn to learn the process of germination, and then after that they decide how much they want to grow them. Mm-hmm. So you can store them in the fridge at that point if you'd like, and then eat them, or you can let them grow further and and uh, consume them later if you want them to grow further. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if if I'm 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 assuming if you let them grow uh, further, you get more nutritional value from them then. Uh, no. Uh, no. Oh, not really. Uh, not really. It's um, the what happens when a seed germinates. The moment of germination, when you have that little tail, is that when that seed is going to already have all the vitamins and minerals and the nutrition of the whole plant. So if I plant, if I have one sunflower seed and I germinate it, and that germinated sunflower seed, I already have the whole nutrition and the whole sunflower that, you know, three-feet sunflower at the maturity will have. That's how nature works. Oh, everything is in that seed already. The plant does not produce anything after that. It's just using the nutrition from the germinated seed. That's why I say that germin- to germination, the seeds are increasing nutritional value, you know, 1,000 times to 1,500 times. Gotcha. And and the germination, does that really kind of make that nutrition actually bioavailable to our bodies as well? Our body will absorb everything that's needed, and that's the way we work and synergy with nature. We cannot overdose on natural things. I had people saying, is the wheat grass having potassium? Yes. Oh, I cannot have it because the doctor said I already have too much potassium. Well, you have too much potassium because you have an imbalance in your body and it's forced, you know, because of a problem. But the weakness is going to put balance in your body and, the, you know, with the natural things, the body takes only what is needed and is going to flush the rest. You'll never overdose. Oh, I eat too much sprouts. I have, you know, too many vitamins and minerals. It will never happen. You know, it will never happen. That That's the way we work with nature. So that's the, the miracle of, you know, us being in, in direct, you know, contact with the nature and healing with natural things. Yes, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll take everything is needed. If we have a deficiency, we'll keep taking from the sprouts till we fix the deficiency. And after that, you know, we'll flush it. But like I said, we become deficient that just in three days of stress. So hmm. you always need to nourish your body, you know. You're not overdosing. No 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 fear for that. Right. Don't be don't be afraid of being too healthy because it's it's not going to happen. 
Right. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate your time, and uh, I just wanted to share with you uh, what I'm what I'm working on doing here with the whole Healthy Wild and Free podcast is to really inspire people to make healthier decisions in their life, um, really for their mind, their body, and their spirit, because I believe, you know, we're multidimensional beings. If we take care of our physical self but neglect our emotional or spiritual selves, that can still lead to health problems down the line. Um, so I, I really uh, appreciate your, your perspective and input, um, but is there anything beyond, uh, you know, the, the sprouts and the wheatgrass uh, that you feel that is just really important and that you've kind of seen over and over and you've helped people, uh, whether it be in their spiritual lives or emotional lives or whatever it may be, if there's any kind of tidbits of information that you have, I'd, I'd appreciate that you share that with our audience. Well, I think, first of all, is, you know, the diet. You know, they need to watch their diet, to look more and to research more into eating whole foods, Organic foods, eat clean. You know, don't you know, don't 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 eat fast food. There's no no reason why we need to hurry, hurry, hurry to get to get sick and then after that to make time, you know, to to get healthier. Um, so yeah, clean up, clean up the diet, clean up your your heart. I would say, you know, just the negativity. If things don't don't work out, you know, let them go and you know, focus on what is good in your life. Always. Try to see what is good in your life. We have so many things to be, you know, thankful for. Even even if you're sick, you know that if this brought you closer to, you know, to your family, to God, to to your friends. I mean, maybe it's something to be thankful and not to not to see it as, you know, as as a negative thing. And uh, you know, stay close to stay close to God. For me, that's that's the the main power, and uh, you know, I I I feel that um, I'm not strong enough alone, and we always need the help from above. So we can do a lot. Mhm. Well, thank you so much. I admire your faith, your your uh, consistent consistency in your education, and really just uh, learning to be great at what you do, and, and inspiring so many other people to make better decisions in their life. Um, for all of our guests uh, that are, you know, listening to this information, where can they go to find you online to learn more about uh, wheatgrass and sprouts and, and growing? Yeah, well, I have a website, uh, wheatgrassandsprouts.com, and they will have a lot of information on our website. Also, we have about growing, about classes. You know, there's there's a lot of information. There's a lot of information. So, wheatgrassandsprouts.com. If they're from Michigan, we have a store which is in Troy, and uh, the address is also on the website. is in uh, West Maple Road and Crooks, and um, it's a nice uh, greenhouse with a um, storefront, so we'll always have somebody at the store to guide you what juicer to buy, what you know, what sprouts, and a lot of uh, help that we try to provide if you if you walk into our store. Very cool. If if someone were to visit the store, you said the the greenhouse is attached. Do you kind of show people the, the greenhouse, kind of like little tours, or just kind of show people around? If they if they're interested, we always show them. Yes. Very cool. Well, I'll ha- I'll have to stop by someday then, <laughs> because please. I'm interested. <laughs> please, you're welcome. Yes. Awesome. Thank you very much for inviting me and uh, for giving me the chance to to share my story and to 
you know, let people know that is there is hope and uh we are so powerful and they can do so much. I agree. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it and you have an awesome rest of the day. Thank you again. Bye. Take care. Bye.